It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. 500 years in the future, the Earth has been destroyed. Yet, civilization thrives in a Martian utopia of nerds. But that is the future. Yep, utopia is going to have to wait. This is Nerding Out with Ravy. Hello there. Hi. Welcome to an all new Nerdin' Out podcast. Coming to you from Casa de Rave. Mm-hmm. We've been recording here a lot lately. I just Nerd like the HQ. vibe. Yeah. I just like the vibe. It's a good vibe. I like it. it. Yeah. Plus, we get to leave our actual work and be in a different location. I think yes. it brings a different energy. And the nude, the nudity. Yeah. That also our helps. Our nude game is way up now. And we can have cats here. And That's cats. True. Our cat game and our nude game, way up. <laughs> I'm Ravy. That's Cameron and Randy. Hello. You don't know if we're wearing clothes or not. Please like and subscribe to the podcast. (laughs) Because as you can tell, the Nerd Now podcast is coming to you on a Monday. Mm -hmm. Because our Marvel cast is now coming at you on a Thursday. I get how the math works. It makes sense to me. But if you're subscribed, you don't have to do the math. It it just pops up on your phone. It just shows up. You get attacked. Uh, By the way, there is a new design, a new layout for the uh, Apple podcast app. And so if you are looking to write us a review, it's now at the bottom of our page. Okay. They shoved it down. Really? Why? I wonder why. I don't know. Well, you know, you, you get, sometimes you get a lot of people who like to troll, you know, and if you make it a little bit more difficult That's to true. do something like that, then oh, you're okay. probably less incentivized to be I a I like dick. the anti-troll movement. Let's okay. go with that one. Good call, Randy. Yeah. I like it. There we go. That's why we have them here. It's, from, it's true. For Maximum Randy. <laughs> Randy Reservation. <laughs> Uh, also follow us on social nerdin out la on facebook and twitter nerdin out on instagram so today we're going to take a look at some of the things that happened last week netflix geeked week Mm -hmm. and they you know introduced a lot of stuff did we know that they were doing this ahead of time because it feels like they just kind of threw it in our laps i definitely did not know if they were promoting it i didn't see it yeah i I had no idea that it was happening and i open netflix almost every day yeah this goes back to our complaint of netflix is it's nothing ever feels properly promoted yeah yeah they don't really they're not putting a lot of money in that department like I every don't think. every week i get an, i see something on twitter about how oh this big movie just dropped i'm like i haven't even absolutely seen totally. the name of it or heard any announcements i mean i guess they're just relying on the fact that people log in and look frequently but i guess so but if a show hasn't transcended pop yeah. culture you probably don't know Mm-mm. yeah you know <laughs> you probably don't know you know 
Like, yeah, I think do about think about how much in love you fell with that uh the one show we were watching Shadow and Bone Shadow, Shadow and Bone and mm-hmm. then also you have The Witcher yep but like all the announcements I see I don't even see them coming from Netflix I see them coming from people like the show is very good and definitely has potential to be the next big mm-hmm. thing for them but I don't even feel like it's properly promoted enough I feel like I found Sweet Tooth by accident I again it started Sweet Tooth being promoted was not even aware that they were yep. doing that until the trailer yep. dropped which pretty much said episodes in two days right. So uh, we will talk about Sweet Tooth later on today, my Mm -hmm. impressions of the first half of the series. We'll also talk about Geeked Week, and I have a personal reveal. Really? Something has pulled me off the island. Say what? Yeah. And I will tell you what game that is. A game. Oh, oh it's a game? It is a game. Oh, what do you, okay. Any guesses, Randy? Uh, no new Lego games have been out. I don't think it's Hubert because <laughs> I feel like I would get, you know, texts on the weekends from Ravy. Oh, like, it might be Mario Kart because she was talking about how she mm, wanted to get Mario back into the Kart. Is this a new game or, actually, you know, don't tell us that. They'll probably give it away. Stop telling it to us. Yeah, <laughs> it's a guess. personal reveal. And I will talk about uh, an idea I have for the Ravy living room. Oh. Changes afoot. I also have an idea for the Ravy living room, and I will withhold it until we get okay. there. Okay, all right. But let's start with something awesome. <laughs> Comicbook.com uh, is reporting that Ben Mendelsohn is bringing back director Krennic for the Andor series. Do it. <gasps> that would be incredible. I would be very happy about that. As you guys Me know. Too. He was I, one of my favorite parts about I Rogue One. I love Ben Mendelsohn. I've got a thing for Ben. How could you not? Yeah. Any... Okay, but my thing is, I think, different than your thing. I don't know if it is. <laughs> my thing is kind of sexual. So, so is I mine. Okay. His, his accent just works. <laughs> we, we're getting rave. There are some people that just have a natural accent. That's mm-hmm. I loved him in Rogue One. I loved mm-hmm. him in mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. I oh, loved yeah. him in Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. He's great in The Outsider. He's great in The Outsider. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, honestly, what... I mean... Did we ever really get like an entry with him into the scene or was he just thrown upon us? Because I, I feel he was like just in there. Yeah. He was just somebody, you know, he's what I wish directing for the Empire. Was. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, that scene with Darth Vader when he goes to Mustafar to try to get credit because he's not getting the credit he That's thinks so he deserves funny. for the Death Star. That is one of my favorite scenes in the Star Wars universe. It's so good. In the history of Star Wars. It's so good. That, First of all, it's gorgeous. The it, scene is beautiful. It looks incredible. And I feel like Darth Vader is the most intimidating that Darth Vader has ever been in that movie. In no Rogue question. One. No mm-hmm. question. Like he's, yeah. he's legit terrifying. And can you imagine being a person like in front of him giving that pitch? Like, well, I, Darth Vader, I want credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you not just see you're telegraphing right. the choke? It is it's coming. a fantastic scene. That's oh, so, so good. I hope that that's true. Me too. The director Krennic shows up in Andor. That'd be a big deal. I've also heard rumor. I don't think this is going to happen, okay. but I've heard a lot of rumors about Han Solo popping up somewhere. Alden Ehrenreich's oh, somewhere. Yeah. I'm not saying in Andor necessarily, but somewhere in one of these shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. If it I fits feel, the story, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I, I loved the movie and I yeah. would love to see that character again, but. Oftentimes I feel like companies like Disney, they they drop little things like that to almost sort of run a focus group, if you will, on mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. and kind of just That's get a, a gauge as to what people think of the, per- like if they drop him and then suddenly he, it, it starts blowing up everywhere. People mm-hmm. start talking about how much they love the movie, this mm-hmm. and that, then maybe that would be enough to fuel Disney and be like, okay, maybe we should go back and revisit it this. It could. You know? Yeah. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Because that th- Solo was taken down by trolls. A hundred percent. Yeah, it really sucks. It was taken down by trolls. Did and you it's guys see the um, the George Lucas rumors this week? Was that rumors? Heavy, heavy rumors. But I would love to see this happen at some point. The rumor is that George Lucas is in talks with Disney about uh, a trilogy, like one written by him. Uh huh. Because he's, he's kind of like, he was off the scene for a while, right. and then we saw him kind of dipping his toe back into set visits. Right. Mm-hmm. He's on and the Mandalorian set. He's always talking to Dave Filoni. Sure. And like after uh, Return of, or sorry, after uh, Rise of Skywalker, there was a ton of people like clamoring for George Lucas to make some sort of comeback. Uh, do we think that's even remotely going to happen? I would love that. I, I would w- love to see it. I would I would love it as long as he has the understanding that, okay, you're going to give me, if you're the, you know, the writers and producers that Disney have, you're going to give them like the sort of skeleton or outline and you have to be okay with them sort of like fixing it steering up. Steering it, yeah. Yeah, steering it. I agree it, because you know? that, that was part of the, to quote himself, George Lucas, <laughs> I may have gone too right. far in a few places. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that for a second. You don't? No. Why? I think it's just fans trying to will it. Well, why don't uh, because the disappointment for seven, eight, and nine is immense, right? But that—that's the but, point. It would right. be because of the disappointment mm-hmm. that he's, you know, going to do another trilogy. I would like it because though. the other ones were not fan favorites. I mean, I, why not? If you're George, what are you doing? Like what? Like that's, what a, even, that's a good question too. What like, are you doing? If your guy's creative <laughs> as him, and I mean, you made this this uh, franchise that's beloved by everyone. Yeah, it's like I mean, if I'm if you're him, like, wh- wouldn't you want something to do? Like you just. I agree. Being but rich by yourself. What would the what would the point of it be? Maybe well, like well, I mean, something okay. different. Like I'm a not show. You brought to be... the Skywalker saga into existence. Yes. And now that's over. We're not going back to revisit that. No, we're not going to go if... revisit visit Star Wars. But yeah. I mean, there's a wealth of other things that he I has, agree. you know, put out there and planned and stuff we've never seen. And sure. I feel like there's a lot of potential there. Like we look at Game of Thrones and we thought with how it ran, like. You know, the possi- there was a possibility that would have been just it, but we were also open to there being more things. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting something a that's sort of, of a lot of things. And now we're getting something that's years and years and years before the events have transfolded. I would love to see something like that with Star Wars. I you think know? it could be cool. Prequels. Origin to S- the Sith. Ravy you know. hates the idea, Randy. But, you know. <laughs> George, look. Oh, yeah. She hates George Lucas. We I am remember. not putting my heart out there. For this, oh yeah, no, I'm not, not going to get my hopes up until but. no, yeah, that I'm not contract going to. is signed. I'm not going to get my hopes because up because this this is nothing but heartbreak on a platter. <laughs> do you think he? Do you think he calls Dave just like Filoni just randomly? Like, I yeah. think so. What up to hey, me? Dave, I think they're um, really good know. friends. Actually. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I got this great idea. I just want to bounce with you. Yeah, that has heartbreak written all over it. I'm not that strong. So I'm about you can like, look, find the strength from within. So <laughs> use the force. So okay. you are all the Jedi living inside you now. So Jar Jar wakes up. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Let's talk about Geek Week. Yes, it was a whole week Any George on Lucas news. Netflix last week. <laughs> Very cool. I think it's a great idea. Overall, I think it fell just a little bit short. Mm-hmm. Why? No fresh footage and no real intel for their biggest property. Stranger Things yeah. season four. Really? Yeah. Strange. Stranger. If you're going to have Geeked Week on Netflix, I mean, they've had these two like little teasers. Yeah. You know, L back in the facility mm-hmm. and what's his name over in Russia? Yeah. Two little Hopper? teasers. Hopper? Hopper, thank you. 
over in I Russia. I said David. <laughs> I, know. I was. I almost said harbor. Yeah, and harbor. I knew that was going to be wrong. Harbor. <laughs> harbor in so Russia. So we were all around it, but nothing fresh, no date. And uh, the reason I don't think they put the date is because I honestly don't believe it's this year. No, oh, no it's way. definitely not. They, they, no everything way. got delayed so hardcore. I mean, people forget sometimes how much work and how much time goes in to shooting a show like Stranger Things. Yeah. There's so much to consider. There's a giant cast. Mm -hmm. So you have to schedule all these people. Yep. There's now all these safety protocols you have to follow. Yeah. And then special effects, effects. and all that yeah. stuff. And, and then the actors you know. too, like these these young actors, as they grow up, they're getting more roles, more offers to do other yeah. things. And I'm sure they want to be more creative than just doing Stranger Things, along with what David Harbour, he's, right. yeah. he's been doing a bunch of other projects too. Yeah, he's in uh, Black Widow. He sure yeah. is. Now, sure do you think by the time that Stranger Things comes out, mm -hmm. that the cultural currency or relevancy will be significantly less than it has been in the past? Yes. Or do you think it, it will have been long enough that people will be clamoring for yeah, it? Yeah, I think it will reignite the passions. Okay. Because, you know, there was that issue between season one and season two. It was fast, mm -hmm. and season two did not turn out very yeah, well. Yeah, it was not great. That's right. But then there was a bit more of a wait between two and three, and three is outstanding. What's weird, though, is the cast is going to be significantly older. The cast is going to look know? very yeah. weird. They're all, like, in college. And they can't not <laughs> kind of address that, I, w I wouldn't think. Yeah. Maybe that's you know why it's I mean? taking maybe that's I mean, it's going to have to be a time jump. It has, it has to be. It yeah. has to be a time jump. We can't jump. pull, like, a glee no. and have these kids who are now no, no, in no. their 40s no. legally. No, no, no. <laughs> But what they, uh, the Duffer brothers were there. They announced four new characters that are coming on who's playing them. So, I mean, that was a big song. Great. More. Sweet. The big cast is getting bigger. And uh, they announced a podcast. Sick. <laughs> a scripted podcast that debuts at the end of June for the character of Robin, played by Maya Hawk. Yay! This is yeah, well. podcasts like series podcasts are now the new version of a uh, you know like after Walking Dead there'd be that like Talking Dead or something mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. they'll just like break down the episode that's what basically this is but it's not it, this one's scripted this is a scripted so, podcast like, worse yeah. which it is even for worse. the character I don't think that there's I, to me Scoops that screams a studio going oh this is a way we can try and be hip it's but a, it's not yeah. yeah nobody's asking for the. Like, honestly, I think people are more interested to mm -hmm. hear people like us talk about Stranger Things than yeah. they are listening to a scripted yeah. series based in the Stranger Things yeah. universe. Because, I mean, half the thing is the visual You can tell the age, the age is showing on the people who run some of these properties for oh, these, yeah. uh, mm. these streaming services because it always feels like they're two steps behind. Like, the podcasting was fun when The Office was doing it, but they've already established themselves as the powerhouse podcast for shows and whatever. And so now you see people try to do it and now this one is right. scripted. Now which there's makes it like worse. talking sopranos. It is there's, yeah, it's you like know. what? Like I don't know. Yeah. Don't okay. It. While we're on the subject, sure. reunions. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's that's an overdone concept at this point. It is. The, the, I I saw a yeah. thing for um a show that just ended like I forget what the show is a couple of months ago, and they're doing a reunion on Bravo or something. It's like it's not even dead yet. Hmm. Or the reunions like the for shows. The body's so hot. The reunions for shows that I'm pretty sure no one asked for. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. And I. Well, I'm not sure anybody's asked for this scripted podcast. No but way. I think on the 29th, 
a podcast and book. I can't even lie and say that I might check it out because I'm not. All I want is season four of Stranger Things. I yeah. thought, but I thought that's there's like already there's footage that's already like ready. You can at least put something together like a teaser. Well, and that's why I'm surprised that, like there wasn't a third because teaser. yeah, wasn't it to like the teaser mix in the middle of COVID? I think the during the summer or something didn't they release like yeah, a, they did. thirty yeah. seconds or yeah. something of. Yeah. Opera in Russia the, or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Which we said like Randomly. five minutes ago. Oh, yeah. But. Well, shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look, Phew. bring it back around. But did you guys bring see the around. footage they released last summer? <laughs> Get it. I think it had David in it. <laughs> Harbor? I, I think so. Like I and saved he, you guys with that Hopper thing. And he thing. plays, oh, Hopper. <laughs> True that, Randy. <laughs> so the whole thing started Geeked Week with the announcement that didn't surprise anybody, but made me happy. Season two of Shadow and Bone is a fish. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good. Not that everybody thought it was going to be a fish, but I guess people were surprised that Jupiter's legacy ended up being a one and done. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You know, yeah, I don't I, know. I didn't, did you guys watch it? Uh, no, mm -hmm. I'm not going to watch it now. Yeah, I don't Because apparently it ends on a huge cliffhanger. I got to be honest about that one. I think I, when I watched the trailer, and I know there's a ton of people listening that have watched it and loved it, and that's great. Like, I love that there's mm -hmm. more content out there for all of us to, like, dig our teeth into. But the boys scratched that itch for me, I think. Mm -hmm. And so did Invincible. Okay. And we've been watching the trailer. It just comes off a little, like, campy. Okay. Yeah, campy. Like, I was, when I saw the initial poster and the plot, I was expecting something more funny than yeah, it was serious. I know. And then I saw mm -hmm. the trailer. I'm like, this seems like something that's taking itself very seriously. Yeah. And I don't think, okay. I, I don't want a part of that. Well, it's done. But shadow, more shadow and bones coming right at me. They had this horror film trailer for Blood Red Sky. If you haven't watched that, it looks dope. Okay. It is about this woman on a plane with her son that gets hijacked. Mm -hmm. 
But these hijackers have no idea who she is or what's going on with Ooh. her. Ooh. I like that. It's a horror film. I do feel like last year, for obvious reasons, we kind of skipped over Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing I like about Halloween time is watching some scary movies. Yeah. And I want to fast forward to that right now. Me this too. Blood Red Sky looks really cool. There's a Jason Momoa revenge movie, Sweet Girl. Okay, I'll take pictures, it. Pictures like, from that. I like revenge movies. I want to stop down here, though. Ooh. Liam Neeson and Lawrence Fishburne, in ice, uh, they're playing ice road truckers in the icy road. Yeah. Boner? Yes. Hell yeah, Rave. Yes! I have not seen a Taken movie. I have not seen Liam Neeson as action star guy. <laughs> <laughs> because they look stupid. Okay. Uh, but, okay. okay, is that your kind of movie in general? Probably not. Probably I think, not. I think it can be, though. Like, there's potential. I agree. Now, here's the thing about the Liam Neeson movies specifically, okay? And I do love them. I know. I don't think there's one that I would watch and hate, okay. I, even I, if it's a piece of trash. I agree. I love them. And I think part of the reason is it's not about... With Liam Neeson, it's not really about the action. I mean, there's action in it. Yeah. And it's fun to watch. But it's about the intimidation. It's about his whole vibe. How this guy who's kind of older and doesn't seem like he could kick your I was ass say, he's can really 60. kick your ass. But that's the best part. It's so and like the voice and the oh just God when he's trying to figure out a who done it like these the one on the train and the one on the plane and yes. the one on the I love the one on the plane. <laughs> just it, what was that one called the commute? No, the commuter's the one on the train. train. Uh, I forget the one on the plane. I just rewatched High in the Sky. I think it might be High in the Sky. (laughs) Uh, But no, it's just the the voice. It's the whole package. It's it's a very specific, like vibe theme. It's hard to explain. You have to watch. Know that I'm in the club because like you guys are broing out real hard. But no, but I think you can be because because it's it's Randy. Don't you think it's hard to explain? Because it it's. A Liam Neeson movie is its own category of movie. Like there are other ones that have tried to do it. Like Jason Statham has tried to take that imagine that thing and it does not work as well. Imagine watching a Steven Seagal movie and whatever he's doing actually like landing. That's Liam Neeson. It lands and everything about it is completely self-aware. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. It's like, here, here's the thing. It's almost a, somewhat of a fallacy where if I watch this movie, a Liam Neeson movie, and I'm like, this shit sucks. But then I watch a Godzilla movie, another ridiculous movie that everyone seems to shit on. But I'm like, this is the best movie ever. It's like these movies aren't taking themselves seriously. I'm not watching for the plot. No. I'm watching for just the action. Like he's he's done. He's been on a plane, on a, on a train. Mm-hmm. He's uh, I think he's there's one where he fought off some wolves or something. Yeah, that's the, right. the gray, the gray. Yeah. You know, there's the, all the Taken series. Mm-hmm. So something like this is just crazy and ridiculous enough where I just like I'm all. I'm, I'm all in. I like just I'm watched one. Did you watch Honest Thief? It just came out, uh, I think, last. I haven't seen that one yet. Probably six months ago. Loved it. It probably got a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Loved it. Well, now he's going to be an ice road trucker on Netflix. I, it's just, it's, yeah. It just, it works so well. <laughs> I'm just, I'm all in. I rem- remember that, didn't Nat Geo have a show about ice road trucking or something? Yeah. And I remember when that, like, I oh, are you watching, talking about the one on, um, yeah. Or Discovery Channel or I something. Free, I, I watched like Damn, two seasons of that. Yeah. But. I think it was called Ice Road Trucker. I was an Ice Road Trucker man. I wasn't Deadliest Catch guy. Now I do think you guys are broing out so hard. Well, no, it's not broing out. We're Liam Neesoning out. It's broing. It's not broing. It's not broing. Okay, I will argue you, and I will say that if we did the research, which probably nobody has, Mm -hmm. but if we were to take the time and money to do it, 
the majority of Liam Neeson's fans are female. I can almost guarantee it. hundred percent. Really? It's moms who they're love going and taken? Si- it's moms My- who look at their husband and they're like, I wish I was kidnapping. You were saving me in France. The se- exactly. The second a Liam Neeson trailer okay. hits the web. Yep. I get a text from my mom. I get a text from my mother-in-law. Oh my God, did you see the new Liam Neeson trailer? I'm not even joking. So I think, here's what I propose. Okay. Randy, mm-hmm. we need to put some Liam Neeson movies in a hat. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes. God. Draw from that really? hat and watch Randy, it. Randy, check this one out. This one came out in we 2019. This is Cold Pursuit, right? Cold Pursuit follows right. a vengeful snowplow driver. Yep. Who starts Owner? killing the members of a drug cartel Kick-ass. following the murder of his son. Come on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That plot, please. Amazing. I think that there's, honestly, I think you might have fun with it. All right. So we're going to watch one uh, okay. and you don't have a choice. And you never know like, you, <laughs> like, you never know what role he's going to, I mean, usually he's a I dad. think you know what role he has in everyone. No, 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 you know, you do not. No. God, the only difference is like shades. Is he married or divorced? No, one, is he a in dad one, or is he not? In one, he plays an FBI agent. And another, he plays a uh, police what? officer. No, well, <laughs> and one he does. <laughs> one he plays an air marshal. <laughs> okay, Run All Night, 2015 movie that came out. He plays an ex hitman who goes on the run with his estranged adult son after he is forced Boner? to kill the son of a mobster Boner? boss. Boner. And he plays Boner? Jimmy the Grave Digger Conlon. Come Boner? on, Bone Boner. All in. Please. Oh, well, oh, look, we'll workshop I, I, that idea. We'll I like see it. We'll see it. No, there is no, no. workshop. <laughs> there is just no take workshop. Take a movie out of a hat and then we'll all just watch it. Take, oh. take an hour, 34 minutes okay. of your life. All right. I have that time. And watch Taken. Get high. I have it. Or another movie it. of our choice. <laughs> I like. I, I, I know we're not going to watch it with her, but I just wish I could see when her lights, when her eyes finally light up and she's like, yeah. she gets it. Well, here's what, I, here's what I think we should do. So we're going to do the hat idea. Mm-hmm. We're going to choose one from the hat. Of course. We're going to put it on. And Ravy will watch the movie, but you and I will stare at Ravy. Okay, <laughs> of course. Just like to that. make sure that she likes it. Okay. Let's get back to Geeked Week. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was a hell of a boner tangent. Oh, God. Here we go. Just shitting all over him. Yeah. Poor Liam. Day two National of Geeked Week was like a, a dry hump because... <laughs> Jesus Christ. There was no, like... All there was was like pictures or yeah. because a ton of shows that I'm interested in. Umbrella Academy season three. Let's start there. They released the episode titles. Thank Yay. you so much. So basically people could pour over that in Reddit if you're fans of the graphic novels and try mm-hmm. to figure out what those episode titles meant. Can we pause there for a moment? Sure. I'm just going to, I want to have a very sensitive conversation about Elliot Page. Okay. I'm really fascinated and curious about how they're going to handle that. As far as Going I know, Elliot's just playing Vanya like that, he's always I think it'll played be interesting. that character. I yeah. think it'll be interesting. Okay. Like, I, I really like that show. I love it. And it, I think of all shows for something like that to happen or take place, whether it's in real life or on the screen, mm-hmm. that one's the one to do it. I mean, that, that mm-hmm. cast is full of weird characters yeah. and, yeah. you know, That's people taking chances. You. and Yeah. They can do whatever they want. Live action cowboy bebop. Yes. Basically only got to look at the cast. And this movie's coming in the fall. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be, well, I mean, they, is that in theaters? I mean, Netflix will probably put it in theaters. I'd like yeah, to I think imagine. it'll be awesome, but oftentimes it's kind of hard to, you know, replicate what you see in an animated mo- movie or yeah. show in live it's risky. action. It's Especially a, oh, it's a big risk. Most big, of big it, risk. this all basically takes place in space. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's going to be a lot of CGI flying around. Big risk. I think in hindsight, I would have liked to watch Army of the Dead in the theater. And I watched it at home. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't like to go to movies and fall asleep. Well, I mean, I know, but <laughs> I'm not specifically talking about Army of the Dead as much as I am. I, I am I open to the idea of watching Netflix movies in the theater. Okay. Me too. There was a behind-the-scenes feature on Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, which people are flipping out about, considered by mm-hmm. many to be the best graphic novel of all time, and a show I forgot about and loved mm-hmm. season one of Lock and Key. Remember oh, Lock and Key? yeah. I think it was two years Dude, ago now that we were watching that. Where do they get the money for all this stuff? Season two's coming in October, but again, just some pictures. Wow. Well, <laughs> you, not, you can't that's, tease that's me. That's super weird. You can't romance me just a little bit. Especially, yeah, yeah that's that's dumb. Well, how do you... No, the, it's yeah. not like it's two years away. It's happening in the fall. You have something right. to you, show. Something's got to be and ready. Yeah. If not, somebody has to get on it now. <laughs> Initially, I was wondering why it was that Netflix didn't do sort of like a DC fandom sort of thing. Right. And just kind of like live stream a bunch of mm. cool stuff that they're putting out. But now it kind of makes sense because they don't have anything. Well, they have a lot of stuff. It's just not Or anything to show ready. us, I suppose. Day three is when they did, you know, the Netflix stuff and talked to... Or, Netflix stuff, the Stranger Things stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, you know talked about the podcast. Mm-hmm. We did get footage, and we know the date for a movie. I am legit excited about Gunpowder Milkshake. Yes, absolutely. And that mm-hmm. is the John Wick type movie yeah. that stars Karen Gillan, Nebula from the MCU. She is an assassin. Mm-hmm. Her mother was an assassin, and her mother's in this group of chick assassins that includes Angela Bassett and Michelle Yeoh. Oh, yeah. And Carla, somebody who I can never say her name. I'm a massive Michelle Yeoh fan. Gugina. Gugina. You know her if you see her. Yeah. I apologize, Carla. Carla, we're sorry. Sorry Sorry for Ravy. (laughs) Liam hater Ravy. Um, So there was like a scene from that. The trailer's uh, been out for that. Yeah. It looks dope. Michelle Yeoh rocks. She's in um, the best. She's in Star Trek Discovery. Oh, really? And she's one of my favorite characters. That's cool. This movie comes out July 14th. Wow. And right around the corner. Not any promotion from what I'm seeing, which kind of sucks. Well, I saw the trailer for Gunpowder Milkshake. That got on my whatever, my Mm -hmm. Twitter or something. That's where I saw it. Had it not been for the fact that you mentioned it, I wouldn't even know of it. Yeah. You know? Now you know. I know. Now I know. And now you know. Did you guys read R.L. Stein books at all? Mm -hmm. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Love them. And Fear Street. No, I never read Fear Street. Fear Street was his other big, you know. Property? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so Netflix is doing a Fear Street trilogy. Mm-hmm. So they've got three movies. And what's really cool is they're coming July 2nd, July 9th, and then July 16th. That's, that's boom, so boom, awesome. Boom, boom. I'm excited. And basically what the premise is, is that they all take place in the same world in different time periods. I like that. Mm. So one is 1994, 1978, and 1966. That's cool. It's a very cool concept. They did have a trailer for that, and it looks like a lot of fun. What's the um, like? What's the, the rating kind of theme in that series? Do we I, know? I mean, the theme is that it's in the same world, but different things are happening in this different time period. Lots of different kids, lots of different things showing up. Okay, it looks like a lot of fun. Do we I, know what I, the rating I, is? Is it is it like a? So I don't. I don't really know. Mm. Hopefully, I, for, from the PG trailer, 13. I would say PG thirteen. I'm okay. surprised they're doing a. You said July release on that. July second is the hmm. first yeah. movie. I was surprised movie by one. that too. Movie one, day four was animation day. A lot of yeah. anime stuff. A ton. Yep. 
Red. of anime stuff. But they also had some Masters of the Universe revelation. That looked really good. Which is Kevin Smith's take on He-Man, yeah. Masters of the Universe. It looks really good. He-Man looks downright scary. He is so yoked in this. <laughs> yeah, so he is. crazy. <laughs> He-Man has always been yoked, but this is like atomic yoked. Mega yoked. I was like, damn. <laughs> That's so wild. Does anybody remember the name of his friend? Like the who wore the wizard oh, the hat wizard, and was yeah. just the God face? Damn it. That, he was always my favorite. From the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe cartoon. Let's see. Orca. Uh, or, yeah, Orca. Orca. There you go. He's my favorite. He kind of he always reminds me of Shy Guy. Yes. From the Mario Absolutely. world. Absolutely. Randy, there's a Godzilla animated show. Rip. Godzilla singular point. I'm so excited. I, I love now, that Netflix is really taking a risk. I wouldn't say a risk, but they're really uh, pushing this animated stuff, like anime. Yeah. So much anime. So, so much, much. I like and it. the reason they had a ton of it on, and the reason that is day. you got to look at the direct competitor, which is Crunchyroll, and Crunchyroll got yeah. purchased by Sony for like a billion dollars. Okay, and so the market is there. Like people love animated. I'm wearing an anime anime shirt. You right sure now. are. Yeah. No, you know? no, so this is this like the news of this is really cool. And on TikTok, what's really funny is I follow this one guy who's really into anime. His whole page is about that. Yeah, and he's talking about some of the series that are coming out and some of the stuff that just it's. It's mind blowing what they're trying to do and what they're trying to make. Like, are you aware of fantasy of uh, Final Fantasy? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the covers for Final Fantasy? Like the ones that look yeah. very elaborate. Yeah. The, apparently, the guy who draws those is doing an animated show for Netflix. So it's like Dude, that sort yeah. of animation has never been that seen rules. in live action or like you know just sort of in a in a show form. So to see that kind of stuff, it means they're really pushing the boundaries. It's insane to me that like you can actually carve out a unique style when it comes to animation at 100%. this point. But people do it. They do it regularly. It's really mm-hmm. like, I think it's really, really cool. I loved, I know I just talked about it a second ago, loved Invincible on Amazon. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. And I am mega down to watch more animation. Okay. Day five was their shows based on games. Yes. So what do we have? We have uh, mm-hmm. Lego. Mm, no. Lego show? No. No? no. Animal Crossing the show? Wow, that'd no. be cool. Nope, that's not happening. I wanna, what do we got? The biggest, one of the biggest shows on Netflix, of course. Your favorite, Cameron. Oh, oh. Supermarket Sweep. The Witcher. Toss a coin to your Witcher, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty. You get it? I actually really don't like it. Toss a coin <laughs> to your Witcher. I tried. Oh, valley of plenty. Not hard enough. I think he'll, I think he'll come around. You come ready for this, Randy? Cameron. Remix. Hell yeah. If this was the theme song, I would watch. <laughs> Talk about an earworm. I'm going to be singing this all week. <laughs> I'm going to find myself like on the toilet. Now. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Oh yeah, get it. Yes. Do you think that this is something I should legit try again? Yeah. Because I, I I'm not making fun. I totally I get why you and people are into it. Mm-hmm. But it, man, was it a tough putt for me. The watch experience, I think, is very similar to what we talked about with Modoc recently, mm-hmm. where I hated those early episodes. I'm like, what is this? I hate this. I was like that with The Witcher. Like, what is this? Why are people freaking out? Yeah. And then episode five, six, seven, and eight. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. 
At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Superb. I mean, I guess I don't Superb. really understand. Because like, I had that. I had to push through. I pushed, though. I had and that same experience with Game of Thrones, and I was able to power through that. Yeah. Like the first couple, I remember the right. first three episodes of Game of Thrones. I'm like, wow, there's but, so many names and so many. Yeah, because the, the issue with The Witcher is uh, off the bat, everyone just auto automatically compares it to Game of Thrones because it's the, the most similar it's, thing. Yeah. And like coming out of Game of Thrones, you had to memorize so many people, lands, so characters. Many. And The Witcher is just as dense, if yeah. not a little bit more dense. because. Right. Their books, you were games, in different time periods. Yeah, different even. time yeah. periods, characters. Mm. That's what and I naturally, mean. with the show, like the, the show will elevate certain characters you find in games yeah. to be bigger in the show to kind of just make everything make sense. So mm -hmm. I get it. The first, like Ravy said, though, the first couple episodes are going to be a chore because they're trying to. As you kinda, learn its language. Yeah, and catch up to speed yeah. and stuff. Because you don't really know what he what he's doing. Like, is he hunting monsters? Yeah. What is he going is after it? stuff? What is he or, saying, yeah. Why are all these chicks with their boobs hanging out? There's. You know, so many boobs and so many people just like <laughs> talking about, oh, such and such. He got in trouble with the right. kerfunkles and but, they, right. you know, I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, though, you got to give yourself credit, though, because yeah, if I you do. think about it, you, we, we got to memorize Marvel. Then you got Star Wars. Yeah. Then you got Lord of the Rings for some True. people. Then True. you got Game of Thrones. Here's the difference, though, I think. And, I, and I'm and i not a problem. I don't have a problem with this general concept. Right. Just for whatever reason, with this show, I'm having the hardest time. With the Mar let's take Marvel for example because that's the one you used. Mm -hmm. Like it started off for more or less with Iron Man, mm -hmm. right? You take Iron Man by itself, very easy to understand. Sure, yeah. It's when you add in everything else that you start going, okay, where are we at? Where's the timeline? Blah blah blah. Sure. This mm -hmm. is like if you took the entire Infinity Saga <laughs> and packed it into a half hour, then I'm. It's like man. Well, now the one thing I can't appreciate about it yeah. is it does not in any way assume that the audience is stupid. Yeah. You yeah. know, that is like, you have to be into it, intelligent, mm -hmm. not second screening. Right. Oh, yeah. And I do Definitely appreciate that. Attention. I mean, the, the way you feel towards The Witcher is how I felt uh, towards Game of Thrones. My first cut, my first time first, around. Yeah. My second, third time, I really, it really caught on with me. Mm -hmm. All right. And maybe it was because it had more seasons to watch. So it wasn't more like, okay, now I'm just kind of sort of left thinking where this is going. Mm -hmm. uh, I know. So, but I think if you gave another shot, I think you, it might, it might click this time. I'll add it to the pile. Well, the Witcher had a very, the briefest of brief clips mm -hmm. featuring uh, the blonde girl, Siri. Is that her name? I, I think so. Uh, I memorized so many shows. And I know, right? So I briefest know. of brief clips. And then they announced WitcherCon. Yeah. Which I is happening July 9th. And what is that? It's a con for the Witcher. <laughs> oh, that's what, okay, that's what I was going to say. All right. You, you talked about Is early. it virtual? Is it in person? I don't have all the dates. Give me all I of the dates. I have the date. You talked about early in the podcast how yeah. the big thing now seems to be reunions. 
I feel like the big thing now seems to be conventions, yeah, like cons. Yeah. Like Saw had a con. Saw con. You know, I think it's because in part the with the virtualization of a lot of these things, yeah. I think people look at them and go, wow, we, I mean, we could do a virtual con. That seems pretty doable. Right. I the mean, physical cons are more hard, difficult yeah. to plan. And But it was strange though, because from what I saw, the initial reception for the announcement of WitcherCon I mean, people were excited, I guess, but they're more just like kind of confused. Like, what exactly is this? Mm -hmm. Or what are we, what should we be expecting? I'm sure it's going to be a virtual thing. Will Henry Cavill be there? I'm sure he will be. Good on you, Henry. Good on you, Henry. Good on you. So this was day five based on games, which are obviously a huge game. Yeah. Arcane, which is for League of Legends fans. Okay. And they had a clip from that. The animation, next level. Yeah. Next level. I was like, damn. Yeah, League of Legends is a very intimidating game if you don't know how to play it because it's it's, it's like a strategy sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like StarCraft. So right, you, yeah. just, you look at it and you're like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. So the fact that they're doing shows mm-hmm. is really cool because now it's going to open it up for people to sort of just understand what's happening and how it works. So Cameron and I were watching Day 5 on Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, and the comments are flying yeah. by, cu- flying by. Cuphead. Cuphead, yeah. And then they had some a scene from Cuphead. God, the animation looks really cool. That it looks, is. it reminded me of Animaniacs. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the look I got. And the feel, it seems very chaotic, mm-hmm. which I don't have a problem with. Their big announce was Wayne Brady as King Dice. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wayne Brady as King Dice. I yeah. mean, look, that's fine. Cuphead. Whatever. God, what a goddamn frustrating game. It, it doesn't look hard, and, and you like it because of the old timey sort what's of cool about it. gameplay. And then you play it, and you're like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. <laughs> I almost broke my controller. Oh wow! Twice. No, I'm serious. Was, I believe you it. should. You As should someone it. who has broken things, oh, that's right. I yeah, it. I get that. <laughs> I understand that. I get that. But the clip, like I said, looked really fun. Yeah. It reminded me of Animaniacs. They announced that Castlevania, which just dropped their last mm-hmm. season yeah. on Netflix, will continue. There'll be a spinoff series of Castlevania. Ooh. Cool. There's going to be a Splinter Cell show. I that's, saw that. That that's looks. Be big. I'm uh, very much looking forward to that. Yeah. Tom Clancy's the, Splinter Cell. The Clancy's. <laughs> um, live action Resident Evil. That's. I mean, I know I keep saying that's going to be big, but like really, that is going to be big. I do think that this is an area that Netflix can really win in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a lot of other people. There's a lot of other people doing the hero thing now. There's yeah. a lot of other people doing the fantasy thing. Especially Amazon's entering the Lord of the Rings world soon. But look at these titles. These titles are huge. Witcher, League of Legends, Splinter Cell, live action Resident Evil. I think this is where they went. I think Netflix is finally starting to realize that when it comes to video games, the easiest sort of transition to bigger media is animated. Because everyone wanted to do live action stuff and Resident Evil live action was atrocious. And then you've seen Mario in live action. That was stupid. Well, yeah, that was. Well, this, This is a live action. Resident Evil. It is. I thought it was. I we'll think they it. have an anime we'll and do it a anyway, live action. Okay. I well, think there's actually two. We'll take yeah, it anyway. I saw an anime. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah whatever. Well, the live action cast is going to be headlined by Lance Wayne Brady. Reddick, who's playing Albert Wesker. Lance Reddick from The Wire, from Lost, oh, okay. from John Wick. Yeah. He's the guy who shows off the guns. He works the front right. desk in the John Wick series. That's a series. good choice. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm all... To be, if I'm going to be honest, I'm more open to animated stuff, but it's not to say I'm, I'm, I think Netflix isn't going to do a good job. It's possible. I also yeah. think it's just Resident really hard. Evil lends itself to a series. Yeah. I mean, we say that all the it time. Does. Think, properties that we like lend themselves to series. Flesh it out more. 
Yeah, yeah especially with video games because video games they uh, have they have these extensive hours stories. and hours and hours of stories. Yeah. yeah. How long until we get? How long until somebody does a Grand Theft Auto mm. series? I wonder, you think would, that's a I wonder thing? how you'd pull that off. I, I can I can see that. I mean, they're dipping their toe in that, but for comedy, right? Free for guy, comedy in Free Guy, yeah. But yeah, oh, jeez, well, Grand Theft Auto. That, there's so that many, would be a hard R. There's, there's so many properties. There, there's so many properties that I wish they would give them a shot. But that's, then it's like you think about it and sort of how would they do it? Kind of like Grand Theft Auto because there's different characters, different places. Mm-hmm. Different I want plot them lines. to do. Did you ever watch Ford versus Ferrari? Yeah. I want them to do that, but the Mario Kart version. <laughs> That'd be fun. That Where would it's be like good. a super serious okay. racing movie, but it's Mario Kart characters. That'd Hell be yeah. fun. That would be a lot of fun. All right. Something that's on Netflix currently mm-hmm. is Sweet Tooth. So I'm going to reveal my thoughts on Sweet Tooth and what game has pulled me off the island. That's coming next on Nerd and Out. So, Ray, we've been talking about Unidragon puzzles. Unidragon puzzles, the best puzzles I've ever seen. You can go to unidragon.com and use the promo code NERDEN for 10% off. These things are so crazy. I just put an order in mm-hmm. for a, uh, a seven times big fiery fox. Look at this thing. Oh, wow. It's insane. It's, it looks like a stained glass window. It really looks so cool. And I didn't really realize this before, but those pieces are all small animals. Oh, wow. You've got to see this for yourself. Unidragon.com. We're not going to do it justice. No, we can't talk about it and do it justice. You have no. to go to the website, check it out for yourself. They make the perfect gift for yourself, a friend. You can be a treat yourself moment if you want. Uh, absolutely. I treated myself to that fox right there. Treat yourself. Unidragon.com. Again, promo code NERDEN for 10% off. They're laser cut, too. Laser cut, so they're always going to fit together. Not like those cheap-ass puzzles Yeah. that you get that one piece. It just won't go. Ditch the cheap ass. Yes. Go with the Unidragon. Oh, that should be their slug line. <laughs> <laughs> Unidragon.com. Code Nerdin. 10% off. You got to check it out today. All right. I want to talk about something on Netflix right now, and that is Sweet Tooth. I am halfway through the show. It's based on a graphic novel. It's about an apocalyptic event. As most things are these yeah. days. <laughs> so this apocalyptic event is a virus of some kind, and it wipes out a ton of humanity. But it also brings forth these hybrid children, and these hybrids are a human and an animal hybrid. Sweet Tooth is mm-hmm. a boy and a deer. And so he's taken out into the woods. He's raised alone with his father, played excellently by Will Forte. Will Forte. Yeah, love Will Forte. But then Sweet Tooth ends up on this journey that he's going to find his mom. I am into Sweet Tooth. Really? <laughs> I am into it. Mm-hmm. Epi- I'm watching episode after episode. What's going on in the world? Who cares? I'm in Sweet Tooth. <laughs> I, I, so I watched a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to even finish the first episode because I was rudely interrupted. Uh, but I even I surprisingly enjoyed what I even started watching. And I think... I think somebody's going to win some makeup awards for this. Oh, it looks great. It's really incredible it looks looking. looks great. I stopped at episode five. Why? Why? <sighs> because things are going to happen that are going to make me sad. Oh. The writing's on the wall, and I'm just not mentally prepared for it yet. <laughs> There's going to be crying. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of upset. There's so much upset coming at me. 
And I, d- I, yes, it's fantasy. And yes, I've been reading and watching fantasy my whole life. But this is going to hit hard, real hard, especially because it involves kids. Does the deer kid get like an oh, arrow? I can't watch it. I'm going to cry a lot. Then I want you to watch it. Oh, man. It's an excellent show. It's very well cast. I will finish it this week. But I was like, mm. <laughs> oh, man. Because you know, you could see it coming. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. And it, you know it's going to be bad. And he, I know it's going to make me weep. It's okay, Ray. So I stopped for a minute. But I will go back and finish it. It's an excellent show. I'm really enjoying it. It has uh, 92% from the audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn, that's a 98% wow. from critics. And this was oh, a wow. DC comic, right? Yes. And that's always kind of weird when that pops up first on Netflix. DC. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like, huh. Why didn't HBO Max pick this I up? I mean, the deal was probably done a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, probably. But it's it's pretty incredible stuff. Of course, there's bad baddies who want to take out all these hybrid kids. For what reason? Well, I don't want to, like, spoil it. That's, like, a big kind of spoiler plot okay. point. Yeah. But those big bad baddies. <laughs> <sighs> big old baddies. <laughs> big old baddies. I hope so. this one doesn't get swept under the rug because I feel like, the like, Randy, you've been saying, the marketing for this one, very well, underwhelming. I don't, know, I don't even think people know what it is. The, the thought that I've been having is that they're really good at produ- producing this obvious good quality movies and shows. Promotion, lackluster, but the biggest issue they have is because they have so many properties, it's next it's nearly yeah. impossible to maintain the it's fandom. A ton of stuff. Mm. You know, like when you have when you have a singular property like Star Wars and a few spin-offs, you're able to sort of just run the Star Wars page and then run the other pages. Mm-hmm. But with Netflix, because there's so many different things, it's like how can you possibly have That's someone dedicated to running one page and keeping up the fandom? Like you even see with Stranger Things, were it not for that never-ending g- like live action from your car experience thing. Right. I feel like oh the no, drive through thing. Yeah, no one would yeah. be talking about Stranger Things to be honest. Yeah. Like even the announcement with the casting, it was like, oh cool. And they didn't put that up on their site if you didn't have the drive through experience. Yeah. You can see it. Oh, they did? On the interwebs. I'll have to watch it. You might fall asleep during it. Yeah. I'm but, cool with that. But try it. I'm if down. Like, if you like the hum of an engine. <laughs> <laughs> but Sweet Tooth is a really, really great show and but I see, will finish it. The best, the thing that Netflix does have that works for it is such a sweet tooth. When you hear someone talk about it, they're very passionate about it. Like mm-hmm. Randy's talking about how like she knows she's going to cry. Like I know it's already so in my feelings. Yeah. Is it welling up right now? I'm just nervous about it. It'll be okay. It will be. It you will be fine. I'm a grown ass adult you know watching what? a fantasy show. You know what? A good palate cleanser? Mm. Oh God, don't the, say Liam Neeson. The commuter with Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. Or Taken. Or lifting weights while watching Taken. Or... Go. That too. Maybe playing a game. That also works at times. Maybe playing a game. And I have, um, I've come off the island. Oh. Uh, the last time I was on the island interacting with villagers, they were wondering where I was. Oh. Like all their first comments was, it's been a while. Oof. It's been a while. Where you been? You all right? How long are we talking? Are we talking a couple days? Or are we talking? We're talking a full week. Raving. Mm, wow. Full. How many weeds are growing? <laughs> Oh, the weeds weren't too bad. Okay. That's because Rave Cave is built up so much. There's not a lot of spots for weeds to grow. Right. <laughs> You're right. Because <laughs> there's slot machines all over the place. So, it's an old game that I've picked up. Yeah. Mm. And you'll recall how much I loved Lego Marvel Superheroes 2. Uh-huh. The game with the glitch. 
that won't let me get to 100%, even though I've collected everything in that game, mm-hmm. including one gold brick that Randy had to get because okay. I just couldn't get it done. So I was in like the Xbox store. Yeah. Lego Marvel Super Heroes 1, which I never played, mm-hmm. was five bucks. What? Yeah. What choice did you have? I'm like, download this right now. What am I fiscally irresponsible for you to not buy? (laughs) (laughs) So I am making my way through Lego Marvel Superheroes One. Okay. It's super fun. Like I like two better, Mm -hmm. just because two. It was more advanced in the MCU. This is way back in the MCU. And what I we've talked about, I told you was going to happen to me. I can't work the controller very well. Mm-hmm. Like there's a disconnect from my brain to the Xbox controller because of the situation. All I've been playing is Animal Crossing for over a year. Oh, come on. You can Listen get past that. So holding the controller, A and B is inverted. X and Y is inverted. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And that's so true. that's what I have a problem with. Like I want to be punching somebody, but all of a sudden I'm flying up in the sky because I'm hitting A when I should be hitting B. Okay, here's what you need to do. Okay. Wrap your head around up, down, left, and right. Yeah. Because every controller is different. And I find, I mean, sometimes on the screen, it won't tell you like directionally where those buttons are at. Mm-hmm. But if it does, that's super helpful. Kind of block out the letters and numbers and stuff and just focus on the position of the button. You so, know what I'm saying? And and I've kind of come to that a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because initially I was like, fuck, I am not going to get 100%. <laughs> because the thing I'm struggling with the most is flying. Like as Iron Man. Oh, or, what? I want to play this now. Because you have races that you have mm-hmm. to complete okay. to get to 100%. And I like. What's the full name of it again? Lego, Lego. Marvel Superheroes. I want to try one of these races. And so I'm holding the thing. And it's very simple. It's just, okay, you use the stick mm-hmm. to fly. Yeah. A is up, B is down. But there was oh, a disconnect okay. in my brain. Like, I just couldn't, like, yeah. I am going to have to either get Randy to do this or accept well, that I could never do it. There's also the option that you can go into controls and just I'd switch flip the, them around. Flip right? the layout. I think you can assign buttons. Yeah. Different, uh, I thought about that, too. Different duties, and that, that might be able to help. First duty. of all, duty. Wait, For, so the Fantastic Four in this? Yeah. I Dude, say, I want to play this. First Five world bucks. problem uh, with so many games and all these games having a bunch of things that, you know, older games didn't have, such as the ability to fly ships and yeah. stuff. First world problem, memorizing how to fly in one game mm. only to play yep. another game yep. and the flying mechanics completely different. Well, I get it, Ravi. Did I it happen? It. Yes. I got frustrated and my Xbox Series X controller was in my hand. No. <laughs> and I slammed it off the ground. <laughs> did it? Did you obliterate it? No. But pieces of it went flying. What? The oh fuck? no! I, I you took, slammed it I on the ground. I almost took a picture of it, put it on my Insta story. Uh, but you I'm like, have. it was so, stupid. So like, there are batteries. <laughs> the back of it. The way the controller set up, like the, the two wings, like what? Well, no wonder you can't figure the buttons out. It's because they don't work anymore. <laughs> and I was like, huh. But oh I snapped God. it back together and it still <laughs> right. works. And 
I'm getting better. I okay. like I beat the Silver Surfer in a flying hey. race. That was good. That's good. And there's another race where you have to jump off the helicarrier and start, <laughs> you know, flying through these things. And yeah. couldn't get it, couldn't get it. Finally got it. There, there you go. Progress. See, I I, I totally relate to the anger gaming. Right, <laughs> it gets very frustrating at times. But I cannot relate to the destruction of controller. Bye. I can't do because that. Because in the back out. of my head, I know that, you know, what it costs it's to buy not, a controller. It's not a back of your head situation. But it is. It isn't. It is. It is immediate frustration I find, rage. See, I find something else nearby to take my rage out on. This, not, that was the only thing in my hand. It was that of a cat, right? Yeah. And you have to choose controller over cat. <sighs> now, is this the only Lego game you haven't played? Like as far as Marvel goes? Or like Heroes? Because didn't... No, that's DC. Didn't they put out like a villains one? DC has a villains DC one. Villains, I didn't yeah. like that one. You like that much. one? No, but I loved Marvel superheroes too so much. I'm like, okay, five bucks. Yeah, let's, five let's, bucks. Let's try any it. game for let's five. Let's try. If it's it. a game you play and hate for five dollars, worth it. Oh yeah. And so I think what started the quest in the Xbox Store is you know we do a Marvel Marvel cast now. We're talking Marvel every week, and I really wanted to play. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I've yeah. talked about that game 10 trillion times. The yeah. OG. Yeah, how much I love it. And that is not of it currently available in the Xbox store. Oh, dicks. So I defaulted to Lego Marvel. I Superheroes. do like how you own an Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. And that's and the game that you chose to play on older it. than dirt. That's my style, Rave. That's my style. <laughs> so I was thinking... Now, you take a look at the cabinet now where I have some, like, gaming stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take that Xbox One out of there. Yeah. I think I might be putting my first Xbox in that cabinet. You're goddamn right you are. That's such a Cameron thing to do. You're goddamn right you are. I'll tell you, for two reasons. The controllers. Yeah. For two reasons. The Duke. Number one, it's a... It's a classy looking motherfucker. Okay. Agreed. It's a good shelf piece. It's the best one they've ever made. It's also probably 10 times heavier than anything else they've put out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Hyperkin makes a, a adapter for the visuals so you can upscale it through to HDMI for your TV. Oh. It's not going to look that terrible. I bought something like that off Amazon. Yeah, I think you probably bought the Hyperkin one. You just okay. didn't even know it. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the only thing is if you think that you're having a hard time with the Xbox controller now, oh, one of those bulky things, you're really going to have it's going to be a tough putt for a minute. You think? It's, it's, called, yeah. well, it's called the Duke for a reason. When's the last time oh. you held one? Oh, the actual controller? Yeah. Is it massive? It, hold, you see, to, so it's you literally little, like, yeah. Hold that. This hold that case, case for yeah. my headphones. Yeah, now turn it, turn it over. You like, think it's similar? It like, is bulky. It is bulky. That's what playing it is like. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Like when I hold one, I'm like, wow, we used to play Halo on this thing. Oh, yeah. wow. Because I want to play Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I know exactly where it is. Well, let's go get it right now. Yeah. <laughs> And I want to play those older Buffy games that I love so yeah, much. Do it. That's have a you great tried? Idea. Have you tried ordering the disc off of eBay and putting it into your Xbox? Because I do know they do have backwards compatibility. Not for this. Sometimes. Game. Oh. Not for this game. That's the thing that sucks about. Tried it. Wow. Been dissed. the backwards compatibility. That I think and for they the most part don't everybody for the Buffy the games. On that. Because apparently, after a year and some change of playing Animal Crossing, now I want to hit things. I but I don't want to hit things like a Call of Duty style. That's right, not my type right. of game. Right now, I'm beating the hell out of Lego things. Yeah. But in Buffy, you beat the hell out of vampires and monsters and beasties. That was dope AF. I fully support this idea, though. I think you should do it. Yeah. Yeah. Get it out. Put it on the shelf. Let's do this <laughs> thing. 
Do it right now. We'll wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody at home will wait too. <laughs> Just wait patiently for me to get yeah, it all. We'll wait up. 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> But that's, I, you know, I'm just being patient waiting for Lego Skywalker Saga, which has no release date. Yeah, because you know why? Because George Lucas probably has some sort of delay involvement in it. Well, no. George Lucas is probably busy writing Doing his, his new trilogy. trilogy script. And so withheld it. Ultimate Alliance came out for Xbox and Xbox 360. Okay. Do you think maybe a 360 copy would probably would maybe work? Maybe just like a more modern. Xbox One? Yeah, maybe like a more modern I, copy. I think I had... The 360 version. I want to oh, say... Oh, okay. she, ha- she has a 360. I don't think she had... Or, oh. Are you talking about the 360 I do want to bring... I think I'm going to bring them both out, okay. actually. I, I, that's fine. Because that's the cool. initial Buffy game that I love so much was an Xbox Was an OG OG. Okay. Yeah. Your team Xbox Hopefully none of them are going to red ring on you. Uh, my I did have a 360 red ring on me. Me too. I've been there. It I had sucked. two of them red ring on it me. It too. Yeah. I was able to fix it, but it was not Really? Fun. I was able to temporarily fix mine for like a month and then it shit itself again. Yeah, I, came, <laughs> sucks. I, came home, I came home from school one day that and I, I, I threw my shoes off. My shoes skipped off the floor, hit the Xbox. And I oh, got the red so I wrapped in the towel. Hold, took it, it to the hospital. They're crying. It was like, it was like that scene from saving private Ryan when the medic dies. He's yeah. like, please oh. stay with me. Don't you quit me. Don't you quit on me. Wow. It's crying for its oh. But then it turned in there. It was okay. The perils of old game consoles like that. Man. Yeah. Dust. And, you know. Pin connectors. It's so funny because for the longest time growing up, I never could relate with the whole Nintendo 64 stuff, yeah. the Commodore, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. complaints. But now it's like, holy crap, I'm old enough to like reflect on a 360. And there are young kids who are playing right now who never really got to experience a 360. So weird. I had no and idea what that so is. so strange. So it is weird. so weird. So weird. Yep. I'm, I'm getting them out and I'm hooking them up. I love it. Fully supported by yeah. Cameron okay. and Mandy. Absolutely. And I will show you guys Lego. I will Marvel say superheroes. The one, the only one uh, piece of hesitation I may have though for the original Xbox is how do you think it works with the ventilation? Because it is a big. Oh, thing. That's a good point. And those those things aren't made the same way the newer consoles are. So it's so bulky. You think it'd be the too hot news, in there. I think it, you I mean, it might be. I don't it know. I have an top open shelf. shelf. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what's sitting up there? A Wii Plus. A Wii U. A Wii U. You, do you even play that thing anymore? No, keep it I because will. it uh, it'll have some sort of random value someday. Yeah, yeah. Short lived. I was, I was one works. of fifty thousand people that bought a Wii U <laughs> just for the Mario Kart game. You'll want to, uh, yeah. I think Randy's right. You're gonna want unless you want to burn your house down. I don't. Okay, just get, prepare for the overheatage. I don't remember that being a thing. Well, it's not that it's a. Th- I don't it was remember a thing. what I had it sitting in before. It's not that it was necessarily it was a thing, but with the age of it, okay, and it. You know, collecting dust, it's always possible. Okay. All right. I support it, though. That's a great idea. I think, like... Here's one question. Does the 360 have to be upright? No. No. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. The OG Xbox, it has to sit flat. Yes. I, I was never <laughs> a fan of, of uh, having your console upright. I mean, Me now, neither. Now, I can, now I do it with the PS5, because the PS5 just... F- feels but, weird to have lying down, but okay. my when, fear was always when it was upright, it would fall over. With the trays... The yeah. CD trays always trip me out. Yeah. You'd have to like put the CD in and hope it hooks on the tray and then you watch it yeah. go in as the CD's kind of leaning. And I grew up with oh cats God. and cats are the most yeah. annoying thing when it comes to <laughs> stuff standing up. And I was like, oh, I yeah. always had this fear because my Xbox was on a ledge and I'm like, my cat's going to jump up and just, you know. Mm. Oh yeah. And it's going to fall and break and I'm going to cry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's wrap it up because apparently I have things to do. I a also, I forgot to tell you my pitch for your living room real quick. Oh, oh yes. Arcade do. one up. 
Yes. The good people at Arcade One Up are releasing a anniversary edition of a Miss Pac Man arcade stand up cabinet. It's a Miss Pac Man machine on one half, on the other half, Galaga. Great. It says class of 1981 on it. Love it. We have to have it, and there will be room for it in this house. Where? I don't know. We got to start. Randy, let's start moving shit out. Where's <laughs> oh, the penguin? The penguin's you don't really need that lamp, do you? <laughs> Come on. We can How often the- do you use the coffee pot? I use it. Are you sure? Because we could get rid of that. No, you can't. The cats don't really use their tower, right? They're in it right now. So I'm, no, thinking, I'm thinking we can push <laughs> the cats to the garage, right? <laughs> yeah, they, can, over there. they can be in the workout garage. It sounds cool, Cameron, but we're oh, out of good. space. No, we're not. We're out of space. We'll add on to this house. Okay, okay yes. Let's do an addition to a we're house that I rent. It. Yeah. <laughs> the landlord would be like, oh, Rip, you added on to the house. Thank you. You had an elliptical the size of a small car in here. It's in here still. That's why there's no room for the cabinet. You don't need that thing. Yeah, you don't need that thing. <laughs> we'll Put trade that for a cabinet. A great, that's a great idea. Exchange. Okay. <laughs> Screw this thing. <laughs> All right. What's next? That would be Nerd Not Marvel cast. That's yes. coming at you on Rip. Thursday. Episode 2 of Loki. I'm excited. Will it bring us together or drive us apart? Keep your thoughts and questions. Please do. at gmail.com. Please send it along. Be sure you're subscribed. Also, make sure you're following Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter. Nerdin' Out on Instagram. And we'll catch you Thursday. Ravy, you're going to make room for that cabinet. And you're going to watch a Liam Neeson movie. And you will love both of them. <laughs> so help me God. I mean, I'll love the cabinet, obviously. Wait. I guess I don't need to have guests anymore. How about no. the guest bed? Screw guests. Guest schmest. Guest schmest and Liam Neeson. Just join Liam. He's a really good guy. Let's workshop it. That was Nerding Out with Ravy. Remember to store this episode in a bag with an acid-free board and put your retainer in when you go to sleep. Until next time. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.